You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Good morning. Wow, that took a while for me to start talking. I think I finally figured out the audio, so thank you so much for people who have said it's better. I appreciate it, and hopefully I'm not blasting your ears anymore. Today, I want to talk about the most common bedtime mistakes. The biggest bedtime mistake, I'm just going to start off without even an introduction, which feels weird. Well, there we go. Um, Is that people think you have to have the common bedtime routine that is like bath, books, PJs in bed. Goodbye right? Like that, that is the most common and it, there's so much research behind it because you know baths do help your body calm down for bed, warms them up so you can cool down at bedtime, it like relaxes your body and then you can have you know lotion right after bath and then books, there's a lot of research that also supports that research is really good, books are really good for bedtime because they quiet kid down, it's a bonding experience, it's a calming time and obviously changing into your PJs is you know, letting the body know that there's a change to come. And so that routine, you know, bath, books and jammies is a great routine, but it's not going to be for everybody. It's just not going to (laughs) work. I have a niece, my my sister-in-law was like, well, I would do books, but she breaks them. She has very strong, very strong niece. She says she has literally ripped board books in half. (laughs) So it's not, it's not appropriate. Or one of my really good friends, when I was trying to be a sleep consultant, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the perfect bedtime. Just do that. She's like, you don't understand. My daughter hates books. If you put a book in front of her, she screams and throws the book and then bedtime is shot. And I was like, what, what? (laughs) But that's not what my course said. Um, And now I know it's, it is an ideal and all those steps are great for bedtime and for an adult too. If you could take a bath, only read and then, you know, get changed and go to bed, that would be ideal. But it just doesn't work for every baby. There are babies who hate the bath and taking a bath just makes them annoyed. It makes them angry and makes them exhilarated and you don't want those emotions right before bed. So that's the main, main issue I see with bedtime. People seeing that this cookie cutter bedtime routine and they're like, you know what, I can't do that or I'm going to keep doing it because that's what I'm supposed to do. So I want to talk about that today. So that's the, that's the main thing, right? You don't have to have a cookie cutter bedtime for it to work. Other mistakes I see are surrounding that is trying things that they enjoy. For example, I I don't know, someone loves to sing a song, but their kid doesn't like that song and that kid's getting annoyed of you sing that song. So it has to be a bedtime that's centered around what calms down your baby and what truly bonds you guys. You know, if splashing around the bath and making her a little hyper uh, like 20 minutes before bed is helping you guys bond and is helping her, you know, she's happy, baby's happy. Um, and calming down right after, then that could be it. But the main thing about a bedtime routine is that it has to be something that you guys both look forward to. You know, I'll work with parents like, I just hate bedtime, or I'll text my friends, and it's like, oh, I can't, you know, five hours, and then I have to do bedtime, and then I have to, uh, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be something you dread. It should be something fun. 
For example, I'll share my two-year-old routine. Uh, we go upstairs. We turn off the light because my the bedroom is kind of weird. The, the light switch is out of the door. We turn off the light, close the door, and then I have a little flashlight. And we read books with a flashlight. She loves it. Sometimes my four-year-old joins us. Uh, and then I put her in bed. And then she says, snuggle in song. <laughs> and so I snuggle her and sing the song that she really likes, which is Barney in Spanish. And then after two times, she goes, okay, bedtime. And she goes into her bed eight out of ten times that works out she just falls asleep sometimes she comes back or she needs more hugs if i have their timing wrong she needs more but she asks for more things um and that's our sweet little routine it just lasts about five ten minutes it's not your cookie cutter uh, routine that you might think i would have had but it's something that works for her for our older kiddos our routine has kind of dwindled it used to be more intense but now it's just more okay go to bed <laughs> and then one of us carries them to upstairs and puts them in their bed and hugs and kisses and that's that's the gist of the routine and that's all they need you know they know that that means they're going to bed uh we get changed sometime before but it doesn't matter it just what really matters is that their body is getting the cues that it's time for sleep when they were babies and if we have a baby in the future we are more um more focused on having a specific routine of something more like bath books and jammies something that does help them understand because they're little they can't you can't just tell them to go to sleep and they'll go to sleep um and so we do focus on having like you know specific book we read specific prayers we say so they understand what's going on the more a baby understand what's going on the more likely they are to sleep and drift into the night but i think i went on a tangent there uh anyways again number one or whatever your baby has to enjoy it and you have to enjoy it it can't be something you dread. It can't be something you hate. Um, like I said in the beginning, in the introduction, it doesn't have to be the popular things. It doesn't have to be bath and books. It can just be a song. It can just be snuggles. It can be coloring if that calms down your kiddo. It can be even puzzles if that calms down your kiddo. It just has to be something that calms you both down and does bond you together because you want the last bit of the day to be a positive, low uh, love showing moment for your kid to go to sleep baby toddler preschooler and beyond the second thing i see most parents doing wrong i think i'm off on the numbers but another thing i see parents doing wrong with bedtime is making it too long or too short some parents are like okay well my bedtime starts at six and then they're down by seven thirty, and i'm like wow so you're in that room for an hour and a half and it's not going well <laughs> and they're like no it's not going well and usually this can cause some anxiety or, you know, lots of trepidation. They're just like worried. Is, is it now they're leaving? Is it now they're leaving? They don't understand time. So an hour and a half is a really, really, really long time. The amount of your bedtime really should only be about 10 to 15 minutes for babies and for older kiddos, depending, right? Maybe five minutes, maybe 20 minutes, depending on what works for everybody. But anything above 15, 20 minutes, it's just going to build up too much anticipation is just gonna not be super enjoyable for everyone so make sure your bedtime routine doesn't take up too much time now the opposite of that make sure it's not too fast it's not just all right bye and you know there's no actual routine there's nothing to be expected you're just going up from dinner so all right go back go to sleep you know have some things that baby enjoys a baby can do and can expect and same for you Number three is not quite as much of a mistake as something that you could add 
to your routine to help it make go better. And that's a quieter, dimmer space. You know, if you're trying to do your routine in the middle of your living room with kids running around, that's not really going to help baby settle into sleep. You want to have a quieter, darker space. Um, it's why I turn off light with my two-year-old and we just use a little flashlight. But sometimes that turns into her asking to say goodbye to her shadow. And then it just, it's a lot sometimes. Um, But it should be in a dimmer room to let the body know to start making melatonin soon, to stop making cortisol. And it should be away from noises. Sometimes my four-year-old falls asleep with a lullaby. And so that's part of it. You know, we're just lulling ourselves to sleep instead of having a lot of noise. The last mistake I want to talk about is thinking it has to look a certain way. Thinking that you have to put your baby down and walk away and that's the only way that you can say you have succeeded. That's not true, you know? Uh, I think I mentioned in a few episodes back that I was like, okay, baby girl's going to fall asleep by herself. And so I put her in her bed and I walked away. And But then a few weeks later or days later, I realized I missed bedtime. I like sitting next to her until she falls asleep. And so I'm back to doing that. And that's okay because she sleeps mostly all night now. Uh, last night she woke up at like 1 a.m. super thirsty and then she was just awake for a while with me. But I don't mind that. You have to do what works for you. And also there's such narrative of you have to be with your baby as they fall asleep and whatever. That's not true. If that doesn't work for you, it just doesn't work for you. If you would like to have a wonderful evening where you have a wonderful routine, you put your baby down and you walk away from the crib and you get to do stuff, adults, you know, hang out with adults or just read a book or crochet if you're me then that's okay. It is okay for your baby to sleep by themselves and stay asleep by themselves. They're not going to be harmed. Your relationship is not going to be harmed. Your attachment is not going to be harmed. It is 20 minutes out of the day that you're not with them. And that is not going to make or break your relationship. So you have to kind of envision, what do I want my last 20 minutes of my kids to look like? And how do I make that so that they enjoy this vision as well? And that's what your perfect bedtime routine is. Just make sure it's calm. Just make sure it's loving. But it can really have anything you want as long as it's a routine. You know, you're doing the same things every day and it's all created out of love. I wanted to say I do have openings for my February month coaching program. And so if you're interested, if you're listening to this in January, end of January, uh, do reach out babysleepanswers.com slash contact and we'll set up a discovery call to see if it's the right fit for you. If you just want freebies, go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast and download your freebies. And I hope you have a wonderful bedtime routine tonight and a wonderful night.